Hey, Fidelity, can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then? When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at Fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, holiday look ahead. The travel rush far from finished with millions of Americans returning home from Christmas and now gearing up for New Year's. Plus, how the weather is shaping up this week. We are live with what you need to know before you head out. And New Year, New You with 2024 less than a week away. Health, of course, top of mind for lots of folks making those resolutions. And with millions trying weight loss drugs for the first time, that regimen may look a bit different this year. Then real estate outlook with interest rates and listing prices surging in 2023. It was a rough year for many aspiring homeowners. But with 2024 less than a week away, things are looking up. One expert is here to talk about predictions for the new year. And Christmas with the stars, from Andy Cohen and son to Serena Williams and her daughters, Mariah Carey's kids, and Ed Sheeran's new acoustic performance. We have a look at how Hollywood celebrated the holiday. Today, Tuesday, December 26th, 2023. Rejoicing in retirement. And we finally made it to the plaza. Family trip to New York. Shout out to friends and family back in Michigan. Visiting from Cabot, Arkansas. St. Paul, Minnesota. Matt Toon, Illinois. Cairns, Australia. And Indianapolis, Indiana. All the way from Wellington, Florida. Today is my 21st birthday. Welcome back to today. We are so glad that you're with us on this Tuesday morning. What a great crowd. The day after Christmas, brave and some cool temperatures in the Northeast. Savannah, Hoda, Cray, they're all enjoying some well-deserved time off this holiday week. I'm Peter Alexander, along with my Saturday Today co-anchor, Laura Jarrett. NBC's Jacob Sobroff is here as well. The day after Christmas, otherwise known as the day the dads have to get that 200-piece Barbie dream house built for their kid before they get in trouble. I want to just say to my mother-in-law, Gail Carey, thank you for assembling the toys before you gave them to my children. I love you very much. That's that the best gift of all, yeah. right? It was amazing. All right. Coming up tomorrow on Today with just a few days left in 2023, our Shop Today team has the best-selling items of the year. That is tomorrow on Today. We do want to get right to your news right now at 8 because there is, of course, a lot to make headlines today. Stormy weather complicating the holiday trip home for millions of Americans. Others are simply going to be dealing with heavy volume on the roads and, of course, at the airports. NBC's Morgan Chesky, he is at Dallas's Love Field with a look at how things are going there. Morgan, good morning. Hey, Peter, good morning. U.S. Airlines doing their best to keep up with this holiday travel crowd this period. But from Christmas to New Year's Day, expected to be the second busiest week of travel or so since 2019. All airlines trying to avoid what happened to Southwest Airlines last year. That's when they had to cancel about 17,000 flights, stranding upwards of 2 million travelers. The good news today, as of right now, things are appearing 
relatively smooth, thanks in large part to mild weather across a vast portion of the country. Uh, but there have still been some travel hiccups. We know that in Nebraska, more than 100 weather-related accidents were reported after near whiteout conditions took place from uh, high amounts of snow driving across the roadways there, causing some semi-trucks to jackknife and shut down interstates for hours. And in Chicago, it was dense fog that was the culprit this year, causing Southwest to cancel 300 flights. The airline saying in a statement that they have an all-hands-on-deck approach to take care of this matter as quickly and safely as possible, and they expect full operations to resume today. In the meantime, if you're one of the many hitting the roads, AAA says expect Thursday to be the most congested travel day for drivers in some time going back to before Christmas. So there should be a fair amount of traffic there. If you have the luxury of planning ahead, please do so because you will most definitely not be alone. Peter. Yep. And Dylan's going to have the forecast for the days ahead as well. Morgan, thank you very much. Now to the Middle East, where the U.S. launched new airstrikes overnight targeting militants who have been attacking U.S. troops in the region. The most recent attack just yesterday, injuring at least three U.S. service members. NBC's Capitol Hill correspondent Ryan Nobles joins us with the very latest on this. Ryan, good morning. Laura, good morning. This is yet another sign of U.S. involvement in the region as tensions continue to escalate in the Middle East. Overnight, the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, confirming that U.S. military forces carried out what they say were necessary and proportionate strikes in Iraq, targeting several facilities being used by an Iran-backed terrorist group. Now, according to the U.S. Central Command, early assessments show that the facilities were successfully destroyed and that a number of militants were killed. No civilian lives were affected. The Defense Department says that the strikes were in response to a series of attacks against U.S. personnel in the area, including one earlier on Christmas morning. That incident happened at an airbase in Iraq where three U.S. service members were injured from a drone attack, leaving one in critical condition. President Biden quickly convened his security team at Camp David, where he made the call to direct the strikes against the groups responsible. And Secretary Austin has warned that the U.S. will continue to respond should these attacks continue. There have been more more than 100 in the region since October. Laura. All right, Ryan, thank you. Now to Secretary of State Antony Blinken, who travels to Mexico City tomorrow to discuss the urgent situation at the U.S. border. His trip comes as a caravan of thousands of migrants trek northward toward the United States. Officials are saying it is the largest group in more than a year. The Secretary of State will be trying to reach new agreements to control the number of people seeking entry. This month, as many as 10,000 migrants were arrested each day at the southwest border. The Houston home where Beyonce grew up was badly damaged in a Christmas Day fire. Firefighters arrived there to find flames coming out of the second floor windows. The family living there fortunately managed to get out safely. Beyonce lived in that house until she was five years old. It has been featured in movies and documentaries about the star, turning it into what's become a local tourist attraction. The cause of that fire is still under investigation. And whale watchers have been in for a treat off the coast of Southern California. Look at this, a pod of killer whales spotted in the waters from Laguna Beach up to Malibu. That's unusual because usually they prefer colder waters, but the orcas go where the hunting is good and they will only stay until the food runs out. Right when I left L.A., come on. <laughs> All right, coming up here, Mariah Carey's kids don't want a lot for Christmas. There is just one thing they need, their hilarious holiday wish. It is hilarious, but first, Oprah Winfrey among the many people adding medication 
to help achieve their weight loss goals. So with the New Year's resolutions in mind, we brought in Dr. Natalie Azar to answer your questions about using drugs like Ozempic. That's coming up right after these messages. Stick around. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are back at 8.09 with the new year right around the corner. Many may be looking to make a resolution about their weight, and some are wondering, how do the growing number of weight loss drugs fit into the picture here? NBC's senior business correspondent Christine Romans joins us now with what to consider. Christine, good morning. That's right. According to one Fidelity survey, 69% of Americans are considering a resolution to improve their physical health. And with millions of Americans trying weight loss drugs for the very first time, the usual plan for resolutions may look a little different this year. It's a new year ritual. The ball drops and millions resolve to drop a few pounds themselves. But to lose the weight, many this year are looking to a drug, not just a new gym membership. The market for these anti-obesity medications like Ozempic and Mounjaro has exploded to $6 billion this year and could grow to $100 billion by 2030. Traditional weight loss companies getting in on the craze. Earlier this month, Weight Watchers announcing WW Clinic to prescribe the medications in tandem with its food tracking system. Competitors Noom and Octavia's parent company Medifast, both offering virtual health options to users to prescribe meds. So when people are making the New Year's resolutions list and saying, work out more, eat less, lose weight, save money, these drugs don't necessarily completely disrupt that list. It can be the same list. It's a false dichotomy to think, is it behavior or is it medications? That's just wrong. It's both behavioral programs have to serve as the basis of any effective treatment plan. Weight Watchers' most famous shareholder, Oprah Winfrey, recently revealed that even she has medication in her weight loss toolkit, despite some initial skepticism. I felt I've got to do this on my own because if I take the drug, that's the easy way out. Now, after Winfrey's decades-long weight loss journey, medication is just another part of her overall health regime. Michelle Carney is one of many hoping to make her longtime resolution stick in 2024 with the help of medication, diet, and exercise. 
two years ago, my New Year's resolution was to lose 80 to 100 pounds. And I joined um, this all-women gym and had a personal trainer and was doing keto. I lost 40 pounds and I couldn't get past that 40 pounds. With the help of ZepBound, I'm hopeful that I'll be able to get there. But for many, it may not be time to cancel that gym membership just yet. The price tag for medication is still steep, about a grand a month without insurance. What is the ripple effect of this disruption? Are we going to see gyms closing and weight loss companies going out of business? Absolutely not. I I don't think so. Expect a year of weight loss advertising, partnerships between wellness and medical companies, and a $75 billion industry facing the biggest disruption in its history. Already, pill versions are in the works that could help lower costs for some of these drugs for users. Meanwhile, some companies are considering how the drugs will affect their business. ConAgra Foods has said it might consider changing portion sizes in the future. And Walmart is seeing customers who are filling their weight loss prescriptions at the retailer spending less in the grocery aisle. But experts say it's still a little too early to predict lasting changes. Christine, thank you very much. For more insight, Dr. Natalie Azar is here. We're so lucky to have you. So this was sort of the talk of the table during the holidays, at least in my family. Who is a good candidate looking into the new year, perhaps for a reset? Yeah, so when we talk about these medications, first of all, I think it's important to remember what is approved for type 2 diabetes, what is approved for actually for weight loss. But if we're talking about medicines for weight loss, we're talking about individuals who have a BMI, let's say, of 30 or greater, and individuals who are maybe overweight but have uh, other risk factors for heart disease. But just to review, remember that Ozempic is semaglutide, Manjaro is terzepatide. These two are both approved for type 2 diabetes. But then we have their sister drugs or their counterparts. Wagovi is the same ingredient as Ozempic, but it's approved for weight loss. And Zepbound is the same medication that is Manjaro, but it is approved for weight loss. So let's talk about the strategies here for so many people who are now beginning these weight loss drugs or plan to as they head into the new Mm -hmm. year. Can you eat the same way? What do you have to do differently? What should your strategy be? Right. And so, and I just want to call attention to this. We, oh, sorry. We, we sort of, we, we sort of, I, I, I got excited. We sort of here. answered, no, no, no. We, we kind of answered both in, in, in one. I just want to remind everybody that for, for enable, in order for you to be able to get the medicines for weight loss specifically, you need to either be, uh, obese or, which is a BMI over 30 or be overweight and have another risk factor for heart disease. You need disease. to have certain categories. Exactly. Now, when we talk about what to do and what not to do, the experts will say the the number one thing to, to remember is that anything that upset your stomach mm. before taking those medications will also do so when you start to take these medicines. They slow down how quickly the food is moving through your gut. And so things like red meat, soda, alcohol, especially things that are ultra-processed, have a high sugar content, really are going to be difficult to digest. The things to do, one of the biggest things is to go really slowly, meaning that you want to start with a low dose. You want to increase the dose very slowly. You also want to make sure that you're increasing the water content of the things that you are eating, and that is going to help you a lot. A lot of experts will say that it's also very similar to what you do, for example, when you're pregnant, that you want to eat a lot of smaller meals throughout the day. And also, if you take a walk after you eat, that also helps. A lot of people will say also to enlist the help of a nutritionist or some experts to help you handle those side effects. So we've talked about these drugs a lot this year, but now with more and more people considering them, do you have to stay on them forever? Say it works for you. Is it then a thing you stay on indefinitely? Right. And so I think, I'm not sure, we think we have a graphic on this, but um, unfortunately, 
um, most individuals will probably regain some weight. The, the number to think about is about two-thirds of the weight you lost. You are very, very likely to regain when the medicine is stopped. These are not medicines that are resetting you for life. Mm. I think it's important that people understand that that these medications are never really meant to be taken without doing appropriate diet and exercise interventions also. If you think about it very simply, there's two pathways in our brain. One pathway says eat less, store less, and the other pathway kind of triggers you to want to eat more and store more. And it's basically an imbalance of those things that contributes to obesity in a lot of people. It's more of a neurological issue than than behavioral, certainly. And I think if you think these keeps those things in mind, you can see how these work together in harmony to actually help you lose weight. All right. Year's resolutions. Not a panacea, but can certainly help for the right people. It's nice to see you, Dr. Azar. Thank you so much. Now we want to get another check of the forecast. Dylan is in for Al this morning, Dill. Good morning again, everybody. We do have uh, this big cold front that's moving across the country. This is going to bring rain to the East Coast, especially as we get towards the middle of the week. So later today across Ohio, through West Virginia, through the Appalachians, we will see that chance of some heavier rain. And then on Wednesday, it takes hold of the Mid-Atlantic into the Northeast, up across New England, too. It's warm, though, so this is an all-rain event. But just keep in mind, we could see several inches of rain, especially back through western North Carolina, western Virginia, where we could end up with about one to two inches of rain. Doesn't look like a big flooding thing, but it's still uh, going to make for a bit of a tricky drive if you're traveling along I-95 tomorrow. We also have blizzard conditions out across the western plains and uh, into South Dakota, too. More because we could see wind gusts up to 50 to 55 miles per hour. So that'll create blowing snow and reduce visibility. Out on the west coast, temperatures look nice and comfortable, 50s and 60s with lots of sunshine. And if you're heading out the door, don't forget to check us out on our Sirius XM Channel 108. All right, Dylan, thank you very much. Jacob, pop start. Should we do a little pop start? Let's Let's do it. it. The answer is yes, let's do a little pop start. First up, (laughs) there is no question. Uh, First up, Andy Cohen, it is the holiday season and everybody is getting in some sweet family time, including the King of Bravo, who shared this adorable video teaching his son Ben a valuable life lesson thanks to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Andy (laughs) captioned uh, the video, we are a couple of misfits. Turns out we are all misfits. Uh, and that is okay, ladies and gentlemen. That is okay. I like that. Good lesson. <laughs> it's cute. But good. Ben is like the star of Andy Cohen's. If you, you follow Andy, I'm <laughs> it's, sure. Yeah, it's, it's the hilarious. cutest thing. You never Best. see his face. Uh, speaking of adorable kiddos, next up, Serena Williams, the mama of two, is proving that you have got to start them young. Yesterday, Serena shared a video of her little girls getting in a quick and a very, very cute workout. Check out how six-year-old Olympia spotted her four-month-old sister, Adira. Very impressive. Mom Serena joked on Instagram, we all work out in this family. It's always a terrifying moment when the older kid plays with the baby for the first time. It's like his neck. Neck. Everything was good. Everything was good. Uh, next no up. Children were harmed no <laughs> children were harmed. Uh, Ed Sheeran, over the long weekend, the Grammy winner gave fans an early Christmas gift. Ed posting on social media an acoustic version of the holiday hit that you might remember this. He released with Elton John a few years ago, simply called Merry Christmas. Dylan said she loves the song. I loves do. It's been on repeat a lot this Would year. Would just like to have that talent <laughs> that you can just display that? Like, yeah. uh, that is, the guy is smooth. Ed Sheeran, true legend. Uh, next up, Mariah Carey. For generations, historians have been asking, is it possible? Is it possible to get sick of All I Want for Christmas is You? Can that song actually be played too much? Well, it looks like the Queen of Christmas's teenage twins are finally answering that question in a hilarious new video. Watch. 
Um, please, we don't want to do this every, every single time. time. Every time. It's just being festive. Every time. time. I snorted. That was so funny, actually. Mariah said, quote, had to do it. So there you go. The very last All I Want for Christmas of 2023. See you again in November 2024, Mariah. Uh, next up, Bridgerton. Lady Whistledown is getting a ton of Christmas miracle. A sneak peek at the long-awaited third season. This one's going to be all about Penelope and Colin, a.k.a. Pollen. <laughs> a series of picks from Netflix given a glimpse of what's in store, including a brooding Luke Newton, <laughs> who plays the younger Bridgerton brother, along with some snaps of his mom and siblings. People online are blowing up the comment section with excitement and begging for more. A trailer, maybe, for New Year's? Because fans are going to have to wait for a while for season three. Part one is slated to drop in May and part two shortly after in June. Cannot wait for that. And finally, Captains Captains of the World. That is the name of a new docuseries headed to Netflix. This show is going behind the scenes of the 2022 World Cup from the locker room to the pitch. It's going to be great, featuring exclusive interviews with all 32 teams, including star players like Kane, Messi, Ronaldo. Going to be good. Captains of the World starts streaming December 30th on Netflix. Don't miss it. That is your pop start. That was a supersized pop start for holiday. I need to go uh, from Schwitzing. (laughs) That's a different holiday. (laughs) Jacob, thank you. Straight ahead right here. We're going to take a look at the outlook for buying and selling homes in the new year. Our expert will have everything you need to know about trends in real estate, including interest rates and the best cities to buy in right now. We are back at 8.30 on the Tuesday after Christmas, and we have got a holiday week crowd on the plaza. We've got three different Lauras out here. We've got a lovely service dog. And coming up, we've got everything you need to know about real estate in the new year. We are going to ask broker Fran Katzen about the trends and interest rates and the best place to buy right now and much more. I love people, but I love dogs even more. This is Ming Ming, ladies and gentlemen. And Ming Ming, where are you, Pam? Where are you, Pam? This is Pam. Pam, were you nervous when I took Ming Ming? Not really. <laughs> I would be nervous. I'm going to give you Ming Ming back. There you go. You. Guys, do she- not forget, we got a groundbreak. This is going to be a good story coming up. Thank you so much. Uh, groundbreaking new medical device could be a game changer for people with ALS. I recently got a look at how AI is helping patients speak with just the power of their mind. You're not going to want to miss that. I thought Big Bing was another holiday gift, a little late gift. For the kids no, back Pam at would home. never. Pam would never. And by the way, one female chef at a famous Indian restaurant in London is making a difference. She's inspiring generations of women in the restaurant world and beyond. We'll share her story. And then coming up on the third hour of today, Al Roker goes on the job as a national park ranger. You don't want to miss it. I think the power went to his head a little bit. <laughs> he hasn't come back yet. Coming up uh, tomorrow on today, a first glance at the top trends in beauty for 2024. What's new and what will surprise you? That is tomorrow on today. A lot of good advice coming ahead here on today. Here's another check of the forecast. A lot of people making plans to start their heading home. What's I know. And if you don't have to travel on Wednesday, I think otherwise you're good. You know, Wednesday up and down the East Coast is going to be our trouble spot. That storm system that's going to bring some steady rain to the Appalachians today, that's going to move east tomorrow. 
tomorrow. It's also bringing blizzard-like conditions out across the Western Plains today. A little bit of light snow still possible tomorrow that moves into the Midwest, but that heavy rain into the Mid-Atlantic up across the Northeast, especially the interior Northeast, where we could see a couple inches of rain possible. More rain and snow makes its way on shore from Washington to Oregon and Northwestern California. That'll be for tomorrow, but lots of sunshine down across Texas and the Gulf Coast and the Florida. Temperatures in the 60s and a little bit warmer in Florida, although it's been a little cool there lately. And that's your latest forecast. Very Thank nice. you very much. Up next right here, we're looking ahead to the top trends in real estate for 2024. What you need to know if you're considering buying or selling in the coming year. But first, this is Today on NBC. <laughs> We are back now with today's consumer, and it has been a rough year for many aspiring homeowners as listing prices and interest rates surged in 2023. So will buying get any easier in the new year? Real estate expert and broker Fran Katzen with Douglas Elliman is here for predictions for 2024. So nice to see you. Nice to have you. you. So any trends that you sense changing in the new year? You know, I think 2024 is going to mirror 2023 for the first quarter. You're going to see the same price positioning. You're going to see the same type of negotiability. And then I think as the rates start to go down, you're going to start to see movement. I think you're going to see the rental market soften, too. It's already Mm. down 2%. Fran, let's talk about the interest rates. This was a rough year. They were hitting 8% in a lot of places. We've seen it start to come down a bit in the 7 range right now. What are your expectations as we go ahead to this new year? Well, it seems that Christmas came early because about Mm. a week and a half ago, when the 10-year Treasury yield dipped below 4%, we saw the rates immediately drop from 8% at the top end for a 30-year all the way down to the mid-sixes. And I think it's going to continue. And I think that's going to spur a lot of movement back into sale markets. Okay, so let's talk about that a little bit more. If the rates go down, exactly what will happen? I think you're going to see people come back into the market. I think you're going to see a lot of movement. The the big issue here is people have to say goodbye to holding really good rates currently. Mm -hmm. But I I will say this, that you can always renegotiate your rate. You can't renegotiate your buying. And the capitulation in the market is so good right now, you can get a really good deal. That's why a lot of people are recommending these adjustable rate mortgages, right? Where you get in a little high, but over time, maybe you watch it come down. Something to talk about with your brokers before you do anything. For sure. If you are looking to buy right now, you're committed. Where are some of the best places to buy? I love that question. Well, we know that Texas is hot. So Austin, Texas, Green Bay, for sure. Um, And then we've got uh, Boulder, Colorado, and we've got Huntsville, Alabama. Now, I recognize that these are all a little bit off the grid and Mm -hmm. not your usual. But keep in mind, they're very proximate to the big, big cities that have good infrastructure, great culture, and it's still got the small town vibe. Yeah, those are some of the most popular cities in the country. Austin and Boulder among them are really great places. Beautiful places. I do notice New York City is not on that list. (laughs) Is there anything you absolutely should not settle on? Obviously, buyers and sellers are making deals right now. Anything you shouldn't settle on? I think the big one is location. Mm -hmm. When the market is soft, The fringe neighborhoods are the first to recede, and those prime locations hold value. And when things are really strong in the market, those markets, those neighborhoods take off. So location is pivotal. Number two, I would say, is proximity to school and work. Gas is expensive. Schools are really great. So if you've done a nice renovation in your home, you don't want to have to now move. So it's all about location and proximity. And then lastly, but definitely not least, is light. Mm. 
to be able to not turn a light on during the day is a big plus. Yeah, so, you want yeah. good light in that house. That's a strategy <laughs> I could have considered before we bought this one. Um, when when you're talking, we've been talking a lot about, about buying here. How about for sellers? What are the strategies for sellers? It's a great question. I think depending on the market, right now we're down on inventory 20.8%, which means that the sellers who have really good product that are strategic in their pricing and positioning, they will drive it up. That's what we're seeing because there's no inventory. We're down 20.8%. And then I think for the sellers in a hot market, you know how to sit back when your product's looking good and drive it up. All right. A lot of good information you can use. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Always nice to see you, friend. Thank you you. so much. Straight ahead right here. Jacob has the story of a new life-changing medical device for people with ALS, how artificial intelligence can help translate their thoughts into spoken word with amazing results. But first, this is today on NBC. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. with your health, taking a look at a new medical advancement that could help tens of thousands of ALS patients who have difficulty speaking. Researchers at Stanford University have developed new technology that could lead to game-changing advancements in assisted speech devices. And Jacob, you recently got a look at the AI-powered software that is helping one patient to be able to think out loud. Yeah, this stuff is really, really remarkable. You know, it's estimated that more than 31,000 Americans are living with ALS and 80 to 95 percent of them will eventually lose their ability to use their natural speech to communicate. Well, now researchers at Stanford have proven a small computer implanted in the brain could help speech disabled patients carry out a conversation. This is the sensor. It might be tough to see, but this tiny sensor, smaller than a coffee bean, may soon lead to the next big advancement in assistive speech technology. The device is part of a new brain-computer interface, or BCI, developed by researchers at Stanford University to translate brainwaves into words, allowing an ALS patient with impaired speech to simulate speaking for the first time. Hello, how are you? We're just really excited about how far we've come. Dr. Jamie Henderson and his team of researchers first worked to pinpoint the specific regions of the brain responsible for speech. Then, Henderson performed neurosurgery, implanting the sensor into a patient's brain. As they try to speak, the brain fires off signals that are captured by the device. Then, with the help of AI, they're translated into text on a screen that can be spoken by a computer. I have faith. We met up with Pat Bennett. Bring my glasses, please. She's the first person to train with the software that's bringing a voice 
to her thoughts. How does it make you feel to see that the machine can understand you? Huh. Makes uh, you feel hurt. Uh. Since being diagnosed with ALS in 2012, Bennett has lost the ability to use the muscles in her lips, tongue, larynx, and jaws, making her speech difficult to understand and forcing her to rely on writing notes to communicate, something she continues to do while working with the research team to perfect the software. When ALS started to impact your ability to speak, what was your thought process like? You knew it, you knew it was bad. Speaking is everything human. Yeah, yeah. The relatively slow progression of the disease in Bennett's case has made her the perfect test patient. She's been part of the clinical trial since March of last year and has been able to provide invaluable feedback to the team every step of the way, something that may not be possible with a patient with a faster progression. What's really exciting about this is we think it's an opportunity to restore fluent conversational speech. After just four months of training, the sensors were able to translate 64 words a minute. That's three times faster than the previous record for a BCI, and at least eight times faster than older versions of the tech that rely on eye tracking to type words. I think it really is the next stage. It really does demonstrate that we can elevate the performance to the, to the point where it could be a clinically usable device. Does it seem far away? I think we'll see these systems in people's homes within the next five to ten years. In that time, with the development of AI language models like ChatGPT, the software could become more accurate. One of the things that we noted in the study was the ability to distinguish between 125,000 words with about a 25% error rate, which is too high. But as you use more and more sophisticated language models, that number can come from 24% to 11% to even single digits. For now, though, the machine isn't perfect. I am nervous. But it's good enough to give Bennett a sense of what might soon be possible. You're going to give a lot of people hope. Ah. Can, I, can I show the camera that? That's the best outcome. Hope. Awesome. Tap, that was awesome. Man, I loved, I loved spending time with Pat. And it, it really was honestly remarkable to see all of this in action. You guys saw Pat really trying to verbalize the prompts in front of her doctor. Dr. Henderson says that's actually not even necessary for the device to work. But the, the more brain power that Pat puts towards speaking, the more accurate the, the results will be. And the thing that actually, to me, I thought was most interesting is we're also scared of AI. Mm -hmm, but with yeah. artificial intelligence, you could have this exponential increase in the ability of this thing to translate words. Mm -hmm. And it really could be, you know, remarkable transformative for people who yes, have ALS. For good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. ALS is such a cruel disorder. And just the idea that there is hope and the researchers and Pat herself helping provide that is such a difference maker. She was an equestrian and she was showing us, I mean, all of the things from her, her riding life and the ability to be able to do that while talking through this technology basically makes all of that possible. You know, she's used to riding on that, on that pad. Yeah. This is a game changer for somebody like her. Talking is human. Yeah. I love that. I love yeah. that. Yeah. She said that. Yeah. She was fantastic. Great story, Jay. Pat, thank you. That. Coming up next right here, how a world-renowned restaurant owner and chef is bringing hope to women in her native India, supporting their dreams for a better education. But first, this is Today on NBC. Now to a pioneering restaurant owner who is changing women's lives all over the world. NBC's Kelly Cobier has the inspiring story of the Darjeeling Express in London. 
a meal at Asma Khan's Darjeeling Express is a journey into an Indian mother's home. The smells flowing out of the kitchen, the walls covered in family photos, the recipes passed down for generations. Head Chef Khan's not-so-secret ingredient, putting women at the heart of everything she does. I am the only Indian restaurant with an all-female kitchen at this level in the world. That's shocking, isn't it? Yeah. Her team of nine female chefs are all South Asian immigrants, former nannies and cleaners. Not a single one of them, including Khan, is professionally trained. There's no written recipe over here. We measure with our eyes, we measure with our hands. But there is a rhythm that all of us know. This is an incredible plate of food. But it's so much more than just a meal. It's about tradition, it's about memories, it's about women. A mission Khan was born for. The second daughter in an Indian royal family. She says her mother cried the day she gave birth because Asma wasn't a boy. I was made to feel by extended family, by relatives, neighbors, not being wanted, the unloved one, the spare. Khan says her parents loved and supported her. She was educated, moved to London, started a family, earned a PhD in law, but felt her new life was missing a certain flavor. I was homesick. I didn't know how to cook. And I yearned for the food of home. And when I cooked, I realized that this is the one thing. It's a game changer because I can then feel complete. So she started a supper club from her home kitchen in 2012, taking friends and neighbors on a journey into her past through food. Word spread through social media, her supper clubs becoming so popular, she decided to open her own restaurant. In 2019, she took the global food scene by storm, becoming the first British chef to feature on Netflix's acclaimed Chef's Table. She's since judged top chef, written two cookbooks, all while championing women's causes globally, traveling to Iraq for her 50th birthday, where she opened a cafe helping Yazidi women who survived ISIS. You have a window where you can walk into a woman's life and change it. My freedom only counts if I break the chains of others. You have a chance to actually put your hand around the flickering flame of a young girl. And when the flame is steady, remove your hands. She will glow and she'll bring light and radiance everywhere. Kelly Kobieya, NBC News. Amazing. That image of the hands around the flickering flame, right, mm -hmm. of a young girl and to watch them prosper like that. What a difference she is making for so many young women, yeah. women of all ages around the world right yeah, now. Yeah, very, very cool. Uh, flickering flame, birthdays coming up. We hear. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Good transition. Well done, Laura. All right, let's spin around those Smucker's jars and see who's turning 100. First up, happy 100th birthday to Emily Walton, a baker from Woodbridge, Virginia. She is known for her famous sticky I'd love to try those. John uh, Nusevich of Honolulu, Hawaii is also 100. He served our country during World War II, and we that salute you for your service, sir. Happy 100th birthday to Helen Swig, a big fan of naps from right here in New York. I couldn't agree more. She enjoys trying to keep up with her 21 great-grandkids, which explains the nap. Frances Ziegenhorn is from Park Ridge, Illinois. This crossword puzzle whiz is 100, and her drink of choice red wine. 
I agree with that too. Good choice, Francis. Charlotte Kephart of Phillipsburg, Pennsylvania is also 100 years old. She worked as a nurse's assistant until she was 80. That's incredible. And last but certainly not least, happy 100th birthday to Mary Jane Humphreys of Detroit, Michigan. She likes to send greeting cards to her 13 kids and dozens of grandkids. Just lumped it into dozens. Well, Mary Jane, <laughs> now it's your turn to get those cards too. Happy birthday. If you have a loved one turning 100 or more, let us know at today.com slash celebrates. For Francis's sake, I'm hoping three down is Cabernet today. Right? <laughs> so red wine and a crossword. I'll drink a glass to that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Thank you so much. This was fun, you guys. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, coming up on Hoda and Jenna, a rare look inside Victoria Beckham's fashion empire. It is going to be a great day. Stick around. You're not going to want to miss it. That is all coming up. See you guys tomorrow. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe Right. Get your strip on. Use as directed.